driving the city home. 4 to 7 p.m. Monday to Friday. The 947 Express Drive. Okay, ladies, attention. Attention. Talking to every single lady in Gauteng today. I wish we could talk to every lady in the world today. It's sad that, um, you know, just the rise in violence against women mm-hmm. seems to be on a major increase, which is which is very, very sad. So what do you do? You've got to protect yourself. So please, let's welcome into the studio, Mark Krubla from Whip. How's it, Mark? Mark is also a boy from Queensborough. The borough. The borough. Now, let me tell you about the Queensborough. Uh-huh. Um, Mark is born like this. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't have to go for any training. He is a sixth Dan, but he came out sixth Dan in the womb. <laughs> okay. When the mom, when his mom thought he was kicking, no, he was doing cutters. <laughs> <laughs> He's practicing in the womb already. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the Pantan guys are not that far behind. <laughs> <laughs> we were scared to play you guys at soccer because we all believed that you guys carried knives in your underpants. That we did, eh? <laughs> yeah. oh, <you> <laughs> I could tell you some life stories about the school days. Yeah. If if I can equate it to Joburg, um, and Brad, this is where I have to hit it. Your home, yeah. Queensborough oh. has the same rep as the Vale. <laughs> a, n- a nice place to grow up. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely place. Beautiful place. <laughs> On a Sunday afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Mark. So um, Mark has been uh, in the news recently for for. for Great reasons. Demi Lee Nell Peters, Miss South Africa, was uh, unfortunately in a hijacking last week. Mm-hmm. And um, when we interviewed her the day after, she kept going on about this guy, Mark Robler, and this course that she did, which was called Whip, and how it saved her life. So that is what Mark does Whip, W I P, Woman Empowered. Oh, yes. um, Jacob, by the way, also went on to a course which was called WIMP. <laughs> because okay. he's the scaredest oak in the world. <laughs> he tapped out the soonest with the rear naked choke. Now, realistically, the rear naked choke, a lady's not going to be able to apply that in a hostile situation. So, Mark, let's just go back to the beginning here and talk about what it is that you do. Um, so, WIP really started, I always, always say WIP really started um, when... A friend of mine decided to get up and live instead of uh, lie down and die. I'm sure you all know I'm talking about her name is Alison. She was abducted outside her home in Port Elizabeth. She had the book. Yeah, well, I read yes. that book. I have life. I always say when I'm doing my courses, I believe that every woman in this country should read that book. And for one major reason is that it made me realize that this stuff doesn't happen to other people. Yeah. Mm. You know, we so wrapped up in our own lives and we've got security and we've got this and we've got that and we're thinking, I'm, okay, I'm fine, Joe, it's never going to happen to me. But you know what? It happened to her. It happened to a friend of mine. Mm. So Alison and I met in London uh, 25 odd years ago, became good mates, lost contact, came back to South Africa and I read about what happened to her in the U magazine. Um, she was in Joburg doing a talk and we reconnected, got together and spoke at length about exactly what happened, what she did do and didn't do. Has anybody here seen or read the book or yes. I've read the book yeah. and, and, and I also was, watched the play actually yeah. that they, oh, that's they put right. on. she had a play on about yeah. two years ago yeah. uh, and mm. a movie that was on um, it was on box office for a little bit called as also Alice in the Movie yeah. um, so as I said the book really brought home 
what happened to Alison really sort of brought home some some simple truths for me. So we lost contact. She was in Johannesburg um, doing a talk, and we reconnected. And uh, about that time, I was due to grade for my fifth dan. As you said earlier, I've got a sixth dan. I've been doing karate since I was nine years old. So you can mm. do the maths yourself. Man's got <laughs> mad skills. <laughs> this man will take out Liam Neeson. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we uh, we spoke at length about about what uh, what happened to her. And I realized then that she'd really made some, I don't want to use the, the term stupid mistakes, but she made some mistakes that pretty much everybody would have made because she just didn't know any better. Mm. So I wrote my thesis, sent her a copy, and she phoned me back uh, after that in tears and said, Mark, if I'd done what you said I should have done, what happened to me would never have happened. Sure. So that's when, I realized, words, yeah. Yeah, that's when I realized that I had something, that WIP was something really unique. At the time when I wrote my thesis, I called it Girl Power I think it was the 80s. You know, Spice, Spice Girls. Girls. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> i tell you what I want, what I really, really want. <laughs> and then um, uh, a couple of um, female friends of mine said to me, no, so you need to change that name. That women don't like being called girls. And so mm. we rebranded it a couple of years after that and called it Whip Women Empowered. And then when I started that, everyone said to me, no, but you spelt it wrong. <laughs> no, empowerment spells with an E. It's yeah. Queensborough High yeah. School, yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> and then I had to say to me, well, you know, it's not that type of empowerment. It's about an inner strength. Yeah. And what I say to the girls on, the, on my courses, the society said you're a woman, there's certain things you can't do. Mm. And bullshit. Yeah. You, yeah. Can, you, know, you can do whatever you want to do if you take the time and the effort to find out how. So in essence, society says you can't do certain stuff, so your power's been taken away. Yeah. So my whole idea is through the WIP program or through the WIP course, you can actually take your power back mm. um, you know, and pretty much realize that you can do anything you put your mind to. Now, Demi, um, just to touch on this, she she mentioned something and, and I knew it was something that she'd been taught. N was it never get... Never go to the second Never go place. To the second Location, place, yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah. Can so you I've, just? Yeah, I've got what I call the rules: the five do's and the five don'ts. So we can chat to those a little bit. But the the do's, I think the don'ts are probably more important. The first one to me is, and I say it with my courses: don't ever, 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 ever mm. go to the second place. Um, and then, then I say to people: when you go to the second place, do things get better? We know that they don't get mm. better, mm. but people often go along saying, "Look, if I go to the second place." Maybe I meet an off-duty policeman on the mm. way. Or maybe he decides he doesn't want to rape me. He just wants to buy me dinner. Nonsense. Yeah. Things get worse at the second place. Mm. And not a little bit worse, a lot worse. Yeah. Statistically, when you fight, put up resistance, whatever you want to call it, at the first place, your chances of survival are around about 93%. Sure. 93%. Sure. When you go to the second place, they are less than 35. Mm. See, that's mm. that alone... Is what it says Debbie it all. realized she was not she was not a damn getting back in that car. When you go to Alison's story, if Alison had known just this rule, just this one rule, don't go to the second place. And outside our home where they abducted her, she'd said to them, Listen, bugger if I'm not getting in that car. Mm. There's no ways they were gonna slit her throat on the pavement. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But she didn't know that. When you read her book, she says in her book, the guy says to her, I chose she the guy says, Sorry, uh, don't worry, I just want to use your car for an hour. And then she says in her book, I chose to believe him. Yeah. Ex not accepting the reality or not seeing the potential danger. So we often just go, go with the flow. And I, pretty much all the women I've ever spoken to when I start the course, if I, uh, I put a, I sort of make like I've got a gun with my hand and say, listen, if I put a gun against your head and say, you're coming with me, they all say yes because you're going to shoot me if I don't. Mm -hmm. But the reality is if I'm prepared to shoot at the first place and I might, you have to believe that at the second place I'm going to. Yeah. Yeah. 
And a lot yeah. of people don't think like it. They think because we're not wired to think that way. We're wired to, to always think, how can we always think the best? So we think, well, if I go with him, he's, gonna, he's not going to hurt me. He's gonna, no. If you go with him, the chance of you getting hurt are huge. Yeah. Huge, huge. Um, so, yeah. So how do you not go to the second place? Well, in, you need to fight at the first place. I use the word fight, but you need to do whatever you need to do to not go to the second place. Mm. Um, whatever whatever that is. You know, like Demi, Demi got out of the car. He tried to force her in the car the, with the guns to get in the car, and she said no. Mm. If she'd got in that car, I don't believe we'd have a Miss South Africa today. Yeah. Because they weren't there for her car. Yeah, exactly. They were not there for her car. Mm. They were her, there for her. So, and, you know, knowing what to do in that situation, but also mm. just knowing not to go to the second place um, is also a huge deterrent. It's empowering, though. It, it's a hell of an empowering. Because now you've kind of got... I've got a game plan. There we go. So this is what it, this is the checklist. This is what I do, and I know under no circumstances do I go to the second place. I think the biggest issue, and I know this being a woman, is that we as women are taught to back down and be nice yes. with men. Nonsense. So yeah. don't confront him because you might rile him up. So mm. rather go to the second place because you might be able to calm him down. Or don't talk him, him out of it. Or yeah. talk him up. Don't get him even more. So just be nice. Just be a good girl. Mm. I'm glad you raised that because there's so much of this has got to do with the way I believe we brought up. Um, and it goes back to, um, and I often say this when I start the course as well, every guy thinks that he can when you come to self-defense. Every oak thinks that he can. Yeah, I'm a Navy and, SEAL. Yeah. Mark, you know that. Yeah, exactly. You know, I talk about it all the time. I mean, uh, every my woman, body's a weapon. <laughs> and, every, <laughs> and every woman <laughs> thinks that she can't. Yeah. And they're true. both wrong. Mm. They're both wrong. Mm. Mm. It's like, guys, you, you're not built, we're not born with this fighting skill because we're men. Mm. You either acquire that skill or you get taught that. You don't just get it. Yeah. So similarly, yeah. and as, as you mentioned, um, sort of, it's fine for boys to go and, learn, go and sort of learn how to fight and that's what they do. And the whole society thinks is, listen, girls need to sit there and be pretty and yes. don't fight. And don't. That's, I think that's where a lot of it, a lot of it starts. Yeah. A lot of women think, well, I can't. Yeah. And you know what? You can I want to uh, take some calls, ladies, if you want to weigh in, uh, if you've got some stories to tell. It is, it is heavy, but uh, it's necessary, mm -hmm. okay? Um, this is about your survival. When uh, this, this cuck is on the rise in South Africa. I want to talk when we come back with Mark about, uh, he was telling me about the three stages with fight, flight or freeze. We're going to get into that. Uh, we'll take an ad break, take a song. We'll come back with Mark Robler, 079-903-5417. If you want to weigh in on a WhatsApp or if you want to have a chat to Mark, um, perhaps tell him a story that uh, you've been through or anything, uh, 32947, text us. We will call you back. We're speaking to, uh, we're having a very, very important discussion today. We're speaking to Mark Robler, the founder of WIP, and this is Women Empowered. If you've just tuned in, when if you might have heard us speak to Demi Lee, Miss South Africa, last week, and she got out of that hijack situation, and it could have ended terribly, because yeah. they wanted her to get back in the car and go with them, and uh, she said she's not going to the second place. Where did she learn that? From this man right here, Mark Robler. So, um, Mark, just uh, uh, Jackie, how's it, Jackie? Want to have a chat with Mark? How's it, guys? Um, I actually attended Mark's course uh, about November last year. How's it, Jackie? Course, 
I work for Sun International. I actually head up the wellness program. And um, before we rolled this out to South Africa, we actually offered some our female employees the opportunity to go on the course. And um, it's the most amazing skill I've ever been taught in my life. Wow, thank you. Uh, I promote what Mark does as much as I possibly can. I tell everybody I know about it because I honestly walked out of the Maslow Hotel that day feeling like I had a choice and I wasn't sure. going to be a victim. Um, you know, I'm a mom, I've got a, a young girl, I felt like I could teach her something. Um, I'm a runner and there were a lot of stories at the time about runners being um, held up on the side of the road and stuff. And I actually, I, I didn't feel like a victim anymore and it, it was absolutely amazing. And I honestly, honestly would recommend to every woman in South Africa to go on the course. It's just, it's life changing. Yeah, absolutely. And that, that's what we hear about this course all the time. So we're going to give you details where you can have this course later on. Um, we'd like to offer you ladies some uh, courses as well. Um, but Mark, before we take any more calls, um, just to go back to those five options that you were talking three. about. Th th the three options. Yeah. Okay, so in this situation, what do we need to be aware of? What do ladies need to be aware okay, of? So there are only, and I say this, there are only three reactions, human reactions to trauma or stress of any sort. And they are fight, flight, or freeze. There are no others. So in any situation, you either, and what I say in the course, you either leave. So the first option is, which I, which I, I put a lot of stress in, and that uh, I suppose that speaks to the whole second place thing. But when something feels wrong, ladies, it is wrong mm. you don't need to know what it is you don't need to quantify it you don't need to have to write it down you just leave if something feels wrong leave and i was talking to a bunch of school girls the other morning and the one girl said to me so you know so if i will mark if i walk into class on a, on a monday morning and i haven't done my maths and something feels wrong <laughs> can i leave I said, <laughs> no it's not like that but you know if but something, can, can i just yeah. also jump in there ladies you have fantastic intuition yes. Yes. you've got a Darren. sixth sense something that us guys don't have we walk around this world going oh, da, 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 da. you know you ladies have it my wife knows when something's wrong mm -hmm. I'm she can tell that, everything yeah. I mean, you, one know, of the, one use of the, it. you spoke to the five rules. Now, the first one is don't go to the second place. Yeah. The third, the third don't, or the, sorry, the, the five don'ts. The third don't is do not underestimate, sorry, do not ignore your sixth sense. Mm -hmm. But often, and we were chatting off air, women are programmed to be polite, to be subservient. Mm, I mean, discount how you feel. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, it's not expected for them to, to, be, uh, to go against the grain, so to speak. Mm. When something feels wrong, it is wrong, leave. And leave straight away. Mm. Leave straight away. Don't, I don't care where you are. Just leave. You can make an excuse and leave. Often, you can get out of the situation. And, and this is what you mean. This is not necessarily in a hijack situation where yeah. your choices are different then. Yeah. But this is like you can be in a bar. Here yes. we go. And you can yes. be feeling very uncomfortable. Yeah. And there's a guy like yeah. a predator. Then you go, that's what he's saying. Leave. Yeah. Yeah. But often we say, I don't want to cause a scene. I don't want to embarrass myself. I don't want... Yeah. I can tell you so many stories of girls that have been raped that I've spoken to and almost to a T, all of them said there was something wrong in the beginning. Mm -hmm. They knew that something was out of place and they chose to ignore it. Yeah. So leave, 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 leave. Always leave if you can leave. But if you can't leave, another, for whatever reason, I don't want to get into it, but if you can't leave, there's only two things left you can do. Either do nothing, 
or you fight. Now, I want to take the word fight out because fighting is an art. Fight is I hit you, you hit me. I've been training karate for 41 years. I can fight. I can't teach you to fight in four hours, which is how long my course is. Mm. But I can teach you to immobilize someone. So mm. I take the word fight out and I put immobilize. Because if you can immobilize someone, in other words, switch them off, you have, mm. a, you have an option, you have a choice. Mm. You have Absolutely. A choice. Yeah. You, know, you, could try, you could choose to do nothing like Alison did. Now, Alison's scenarios, now, Alison didn't know the rules. Mm. So she, when you read her book, she said she allowed them to rape her. When she realized what was happening, and she only realized what was happening on the way to the third place, she made a decision. She said, they're going to rape me. Why she didn't feel that, she didn't, she didn't say that in the beginning when the guy forced her into the car with a knife because she said, I thought he wanted to use my car. You see, as human beings, we're not programmed to deal with stuff like this. So mm. we always, you can't second guess yourself when you're in life with this situation. So she chose on the way to the third place that she would allow them to rape her. That decision, when you read her book, was a decision that haunted her. She said to me, Mark, why? Why? I said, well, you know what, Ali, you didn't have a choice because you mm. didn't know the options. Mm. Mm. The, the truth is you've only got three options, fight, flight, or freeze. If you do, and a big thing for me, and I'll check with Darren or Fair if I was allowed to use this word or not, mm. but mm. when you take fight and you put an immobilizer, whatever you do to a man that's bigger and stronger than you that doesn't switch him off, pisses him off. Yep. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so pull his nose, tweak his ear, throw him over your hip, all this nonsense all you're going to do is you're going to infuriate him. Mm -hmm. When you infuriate me and I'm bigger and stronger than you, you are going to get hurt and you're going to get hurt quickly and more than you ever were going to. So whatever you mm -hmm. do has to immobilize him. Otherwise, it's going to infuriate him. Mm -hmm. And that is the one technique you teach, the yep. throat punch. That's it. I think we need to. We just need to put like a WWF, don't try this at home. <laughs> <laughs> I say to the ladies doing my courses, please don't go home. To that person, I usually use the word muhu, but that muhu you share your life with and say to him, um, look what I know, love, because he's going to say, uh -huh, because every oak thinks he knows. Yeah. And then yeah. we're going to get like a whole flood of uh, oaks with <laughs> damaged esophaguses rock rocking up at Santon Clinic. I know a good ENT. Yeah. If work is a bit slim, Dr. Hock, we can send the oaks your way. There Don't we go. you worry. All right. Um, here's a, a question that's coming through a lot. Alzette, you're on. Yes, um, my question is, or paralyzing fear that I've always had, what, if I'm in such a situation, what with my child? Um, she's only four years old and they can't defend themselves. So I can go shit. sorry for the words, um, on, um, on that person if I'm alone, but my biggest paralyzing fear is my child with me. Hi, uh, Mark here. Uh, it's, you know, it's, a, it's a question that comes up very often and I'd like to say there's, I have an answer for you, but the reality is there is no real, you know, in a hijack situation, clearly you never want, to, you're never going to leave your child behind, you know, if, but uh, we, we were just chatting off air again. I mean, in, from the, the sort of in-car scenario, if when you realize, and I, and I say realize because Demi also realized quite early and she made a decision, when you realize that this is going to happen, you need to have a plan on how to get you and that child out of the car. Uh, you know, if you've got two children, you need to have a you need to have a slightly different plan. Uh, obviously, if you you know if you're alone with uh, with somebody and you you know it's a life or death situation. Again, we're speaking about if and the whole one of the big things I speak about in my course is when you do this, you don't do this for any other reason except if you think you might get raped and think is enough. If you think you might get raped or you think your life's in danger, mm. 
Those are the decision. only two. Mm. And again, you know, I'd like to say there's a, there's a sort of one size fits all uh, silver bullet that is going to answer. The reality is there is none. Um, but clearly, you you. I think if I can offer you any advice, is you need to have a plan, a plan of of uh, you know if you were in a hijack situation with your children, how would you get them out of the car? Obviously, things like. Um, you know, don't make any, don't make any sudden movements, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But you need to have a plan. I'm, I'm not a, a hijack specialist per se, but I think the rules are really, really s- the same around going to the second place because the statistics really speak for themselves in that, in that case. So, um, I'm, I'm not sure if I've asked, answered your question 100%. But you know, there is a big grey area there. But clearly, the, the plan is to have a plan of some sort. How do you get out of the car? Uh, and if you do this, you've decided. If you don't do this, you're going to die anyway. So you've got to. You've got to go, uh, you know, mm. excuse the pun, uh, balls to the wall. And, you know, yeah. as the, uh, from what I've heard is if you are in a hijack situation, you want a professional hijacking you. Mm. Yeah. Because these first-time guys are so nervous and trigger-happy. Yep. A guy that's done this time and time again, clearly in control of the situation, he's probably the calmest head in the room right then. Yep. And that's what you need. Yep. But again, you know, in the situations that you never quite know what's... You don't know. You know Every situation said, uh, is different, yeah. As we, I said to you earlier, Darren, I don't, I don't believe that uh, Demi's attackers actually wanted a car. Yeah. No, absolutely. And when you talk about a plan, just to, to get back to LZ there, um, would you say if you had to sit with your kids and go, okay, if in the event of this is what we're going to do, yeah. if there's a code word, if they are old enough to um, open the doors themselves... You open the door. I say, Jack Rabbit. You open the door. You out. Or not even. I mean, I, my understanding is with from a hijack situation is they don't get out their own doors. Uh, as I said, I'm not a hijack specialist, but uh, from uh, the guys I have spoken to, you, uh, clearly I think a code word is a great idea. So they know when they hear this, you need to drum it into them that um, that this is now serious. Mm. Um, there's no mucking about. You you should have practiced it before. If they can unclip themselves, they unclip themselves. If they're sitting at the back and they come through between the seats to you and you get out one door and you just walk away. Mm. Again, is it a guarantee? Of course not. Now, what if, now I've just thought about this on the fly. And again, I have no uh, training in this. But if, for instance, you are a lady, you've got your baby strapped in in the back seat. And you think now, okay, I'm going to get out the car. They might use the baby to say, you get back in the car you're not getting your baby, so get back in the car. I wouldn't get out without without uh, I would a method whereby you reach over the seats, you unclip them, they come through, and you get out again. Is it guaranteed? No. They could jump into your driver's seat but and the, exactly the moment you're out the car and your kids in the car, that's straight away a problem for me. You want to stay in, make sure you all go out together. But I'm thinking, what if you had to totally immobilize your car? So you see what's going to go down. You switch your car off. You take the key. Out, you throw your key out the window. Your car can't go anywhere. Yeah. Aren't you going to That's going to buy you time. Though? It could. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. You know, there's a very good chance that some of these guys. Um, you could make them angry yeah. because now you've taken away the one thing that I want from you mm. by throwing yeah. away those car keys. I would yeah. rather say, listen, I'm going to give you the. Maybe even turn the car off, put the keys on the passenger. I don't know. Uh, again, it's not my speciality, but you want to. Uh, you don't want to. You don't want to irritate him at all. You don't want to sort of. Um, Agitate the situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I just want to take a a WhatsApp message out quick. We've got loads of calls. Ladies, we're going to try and get to all of you. So, Shanae, Romy, Tanil, please all hold on. 
I drive around with a taser and pepper spray in my car. And if I were to ever be in a situation, like the situation Demi was in, am I being irresponsible or stupid to try and taser or pepper spray the man? It's a good question as well. The question often comes up to me is uh, weapons, uh, tasers, knives, guns, whatever. You mean they all go. The problem with most of these things is they're never there when you need them. Mm. Number two, you haven't been trained properly on how to use them. Now, in Demi's situation, um, again, you, you can never speak to the situation. Uh, uh, now, maybe if she tasered the guy, maybe he fell down, she could have ran away anyway. Um, I mean, I knew a guy that carried pepper spray in his car. He ended up pepper spraying himself. <laughs> oh, no. The nozzle was the wrong way. Exactly. I had somebody, a friend of mine the other day said, well, she finally tried to try it out. She had this thing and she, when she pushed the thing, nothing happened. It had expired like four years ago. Exactly. So we, we don't have training in these things. I'm not against weapons. I, I like the idea of when ladies are out running, running with a taser or a pepper spray because what it does is it says, I'm ready. It sort of arms you in a sense because mm. the... Um, Carrying them in the car again, I th- it's not a bad idea, but make sure you know how to use them. Make sure they're readily available. And with often with these these things, they're often taken away and used against people. Like yeah. The same with guns. And you know, unless you're highly trained on how to use a gun, a gun's actually it's, probably it's, more of a, more dangerous than it is, uh, you know, deterrent. Yeah, I mean, how many people get shot with their own guns in this exactly. situation? Yeah. Um, Shanae, you're on with Mark. Hi there. Hi guys. Hi Shanae. Hi. Um, yeah, so usually, um, or often you think your attacker will be a stranger that surprises you or comes out of nowhere. Um, I was attacked by my boyfriend in 2014. Um, if, if I'd known back then the rule not to go to the second place, I would have not had to try and jump out of his moving car to get away from him. Um... I, we were arguing and he, he only very recently in our relationship started to become aggressive, physically aggressive towards me when we argued. Um, and I thought, okay, no, let's just go because he wants to go. But he was so drunk, um, um, and very aggressively insisted on driving by the time we got to the car and with and then leaving my car behind, not even taking my car mm. so you know the chances are more likely that I would be driving. Um, you know, I just thought, okay, yeah, no, just keep him calm. Just give him give in, let him drive. Mm-hmm. Um, if he gets pulled over, it's just all the better. Um but unfortunately, that never happened, and he just kept driving and driving, became more and more aggressive, and um, he eventually <laughs> pulled over behind the Ford Fury um, on Woodmead, and it's dark, it's at night, um, and this was after I tried to jump out of the car, but he would swerve so much and then brake hard, and I couldn't sit without... Mm. Uh, my seatbelt on um, or I had to brace myself the whole time against all sides of the car while he was hitting me and um, and throwing my stuff out of the car as well so there, I, there wasn't a moment where I could where I felt in control enough where I could jump out of the car or call for help um, but I very quickly realised the mistake I've made and 
that, especially after he, he threw out my phone and smashed my phone on the pavement, that I had to do everything I absolutely can to get away and not, even though he's my boyfriend, we've been living together and he's met my parents and yeah. my friends and... I, I, I hear I what you're saying. I was out in the middle of nowhere. I didn't know mm. where we were. I was so frightened, but I just knew mm. I had to not stay with him because it was so dangerous. And after he smashed my phone, also mm. his intention became quite yeah. clear. You see, yeah. you've, you've highlighted something that, um, that are, it's also we come up uh, or is brought up pretty often. Is you know, the rules don't change because whether you know the person or not. Yeah. Mm. Um, when something feels wrong, it is wrong. Now, when it's your boyfriend, your husband, your father, your uncle, whoever that's hurting you, abusing you, clearly it's a lot more difficult to leave. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the rules are still the same. When something feels wrong, leave. Now, when it's somebody you don't know, it's, it's much easier to leave and it's much easier to do the one punch thing. But, you know, this is something that often comes up. When something feels wrong, it is wrong. And then clearly in those type of situations... Um, the decision is a lot diff more difficult to make, mm -hmm. but it's the same decision. Yeah. As you said, if you'd known this, maybe you wouldn't have gotten the car. You know, a, a little bit left field. I was chatting to Reva um, about a week before, obviously, what happened to Reva. Mm. Um, I wanted to become a to become a, a whip ambassador. Now, I'm, I don't know what was happening in the relationship, but there's a good chance that something was out of out of tilt there. Something mm -hmm. out of was out of kilter there, and. You know, we, you know, when it's a when it's a loved one, whatever we, it's a lot more difficult to make that yeah. decision. I'm not yeah. saying that decision is easy by any means, but it is a decision. Yeah. And either you make that decision, or you don't. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, um, it's got to have a set of rules. Mark, we've got uh, Eugene, CEO <coughs> of Master Drive. He has called in. Um, LZ, you you still there, LZ? Yes, I am. Okay, um, Eugene, yeah, CEO of Master Drive. How's it, Eugene? You've got an answer for what to do with a baby in the car when hijacked. Okay, I've only joined part of the conversation, but uh, welcome. Thank you. Um, can I just contextualize it for a moment? I will deal with that question, but it consists of a whole lot of actions, and the previous uh, person was saying about if you know something is, is wrong, you shouldn't be doing it in the first place. So part of what we would really encourage any motorist to do is to be aware of what's going on around them as they drive in. You know, if you're driving on autopilot and you're busy on the phone and listening to the radio, something like that really comes as a surprise. And it's the surprise itself, which is so shocking that in many instances, there's those three things, fear, flight or freeze. And many people then freeze. But let's assume that um, the individual is now in the position where they've been hijacked or in the process of being hijacked, there's a guy standing outside the car. Um, the preparation for that situation arises beforehand as to where you place the child in, in the car relative to you being able to access it. So we strongly recommend that the child in this uh, be placed in a baby seat because that's one thing that is non-negotiable. They should be strapped in behind the passenger seat. Now, as a good driver, you would have probably been driving with your doors locked, so the, nobody is going to be able to access the door, the rear doors, and it could be a two-door for that matter. The training process that we undergo, and, and this clearly is it, it's 
uh, it should be demonstrated, but if I can talk you through it, um, let's assume that the hijacker is standing outside and is telling the person to get out of the car. Um, the hands need to be displayed, and there's a very good reason why that is. Um, and when we say put your hands up, we're not saying stick them in the ceiling. They should be made visible to the perpetrator so that they can see that you're not doing anything that is of a threatening nature. Mm. With the left hand, uh, remove the seat belt, and we encourage that to slip the thumb under the seat so it guides it to the catch, releases it, and then the driver reaches back. Now, this requires a little bit of practice, all right? In order to undo the seat belt or the connection of the child, again, which takes a little bit of practice, so don't wait until there's an emergency before you do it. Get the hang of it. Did it become easy to you? Moment, something feels right. wrong. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Take the child, and, and you know what? In those moments of difficulty, you've got strength probably that you don't realize, and whether it's by the arm or preferably bunch up the clothing and pull the child into your arm where after you would open the door and exit. Yeah. Okay. You, can, you cannot rely upon the fact that you would get out of the car no. and then open the door in order for you to take the child out. Yeah. Remember, the hijacker is, and let's assume that 90% of the time they want the car. They want to get in and get away as quickly as possible. So if you think you're going to get out, open the door and extract your child, it's going That's to not be going really, to happen. You're right. yeah. really difficult. Mm, so yeah. prep for it. And, you know, people say, yeah, but I don't want to frighten my child. Who is frightened by a fire draw? Nobody. They learn what the things are to do, and they do that on a regular basis. Can I take it a step further? Mm, you know, please if do. There were, if, if there were another child in the back, an older child, you know, that would probably be be able to be seated behind the driver. Teach that child from an early age, should you give them an indication, and it could be to use a magic word or something like that, that they exit the vehicle through the front section following the parent so that that child is right next to the mother or the father as they exit the vehicle. Yep. You practice this a couple of times until it becomes second nature, and heaven forbid that there should be a hijacking, it's, you're not going to be caught unawares as to what to do. You won't then think, hey, what did Eugene say on the radio, you know? Mm. Uh, you will have made it part of your routine, everything, so that in the event of an emergency, you do it. And here's another good thing if I can share with you. In our training programs, we say, don't keep this information to yourself. Share it with others. So when they've got friends around, there's a baby shower or something, why not? Show them what they do uh, in order to prevent a possible catastrophe. That way you familiarize and you sensitize other people to the situation that they could use to prevent them being another nasty statistic. Eugene, uh, very, good news, very concise, Eugene. Can I share some bit of good news? Yeah, please. It's less likely that a, a vehicle is going to be hijacked with a child in the car because the hijacker doesn't want the added challenge of a child. But let's prepare for it. You mm. know, 90% preparation, and we wish that there will be a good outcome for it. If anybody needs information, they're more than welcome to contact me. All right, and I'll happily share it with them. Fantastic. Eugene from Master Drive, thank you very much. Uh, pretty much what we spoke to. Yeah, yeah. I mean that 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 uh, that question, Mark. Listen, I mean I I could chat to you all day. Yeah. We've got uh, calls, sure, for days here. Um, but I think 
what we need to do is how do people get in touch with you? Every man there that worries about his wife, myself included, when I'm not around, uh, where she where she driving? She's going on this route. Call me when you're there. She needs a skill set, and that skill set you're going to learn from Mark at Whip. So, Mark, how do we get in touch with you? So, my uh, web, my web, listen <laughs> to me. My email address is Mark, M R K, at W I P, so it's Whiskey India Papa, dot org, dot ZA. Um, I'm on social media um, Facebook, at Woman Empowered, it's Women with an A, W O M A N, Empowered. Uh, on Twitter as well, um, also on Instagram under the same handle. Um, yeah, um, I'm sure you and I are going to do some stuff together, Darren. Absolutely. I've, I've had, uh, even after the, the call uh, last week, I've had quite a flood of emails. Um, we'd love to chat and see how maybe we can host a course together. I'd love to do. Individuals, you know, we can get some people in. Let's uh, get a hall. That's it. And but, we'll do one Mursa course. Yeah, we can and we can do that. We can do that over over a period of time. Um, you know, I don't. One of the, one of the things that I don't like to do is, although we have done quite big numbers when we, we've done stuff with schools, but it, for me, it's very much about it's about a personal journey. This this course is not uh, it's not rocket science. It's something that's really really simple. Uh, you all know what the technique is, but I mean, it's it there's this quite a bit of thought and stuff that's gone into the the. The process of what, of what we cover. So the the course is, is four hours and it can be structured to to yeah. suit. Uh, so we do a lot of work with corporates, a lot of work with schools. Um, we in uh, in discussions with a rather large school, um, um, a listed schooling company. That uh, and my aim is to have this part of um, life, part of life orientation. Our young girls need to know what's happening to them. Great. I mean, in this course, you start off trying to break a piece of wood. And you can't, after four hours, you smash that thing in half. So that's what's going to happen. And yep. you feel exactly as the title describes, empowered. So, um, I just wanted to say, um, Mark, I, I think what you're doing is amazing. And I will be there. Um, and I know Lebo will be with me. But I just think as well, as a woman <laughs> living in this country, we are literally being hunted like prey. Yes. Yeah. Um, we are not safe. And it would really mean the world to us if the good men, because there's a lot of good men, could help us not be hunted, yes. basically. Um, just help us. You know, really our our rape statistics are absolutely frightening. Yeah. Yeah. We have worst in the world. Worst in the world. We have the same rape statistics as if we're at war. Yeah. Woman is raped in our country every 17 seconds. It's mm. horrific. It's horrific. Absolutely horrific. Listen, um, sorry we couldn't take all your calls, but this is uh, part of a greater discussion that we're going to have and an event and all sorts. Yeah, looking and forward to working with you guys. I think uh, we look forward to working yeah. with you, Mark. Yeah. Thank you so much. Um, so, Mark, thank you very much for your time. We'll put all this up on our Facebook page, ladies. Can I do a shout out. Of course, <laughs> I've got, I've got my, I've got two little things. I yeah. call them my reasons. Mm -hmm. <coughs> Emma and Daniel, they at home, I think, with the ears glued to the radio because they're very excited today hearing Dad was. I had to, uh, Dad, uh, Daniel had a soccer match this afternoon, so Dad was like, "Hurry, hurry, hurry! We need to get to the building. So, <laughs> you know, we need to get home and switch the radio on, Dad. So, yeah, to Emma and Dad, Dad loves you. Eh? Oh, that's cool. All right, Mark, thank you very much, sir. Thank you thank for you having me, guys. Fantastic intel. As I said, concise, to the point, practical. You can apply it. And uh, just 
we'll keep you informed with uh, what happens from here on out. Ladies, thank you, guys. We need you to protect yourselves. Be safe. Cool. You have a choice. That's right. Don't go to the second place. Yeah, Rule one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. No, that's just rule one. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there are five, five don'ts. That's just the, the first one. But again, that, to me, that's a huge one. It's yep. probably the biggest of the lot. Absolutely. Um, we're going to do the budget box with uh, the budget box show with budget insurance on the other side of the news. So you can get yourself in there if you just uh, hit our website and enter there at 947.co.za. I thoroughly enjoyed that discussion. Yes. A hard discussion, but a real discussion. It's the reality. We don't normally uh, tread in these parts, but I think the time is now when we need to address these and, and have a real sit down and work our way through this. So, well done. Love it. Thanks, Darren. Thanks, guys. Driving the city home, 4 to 7 p.m., Monday to Friday. The 947 Express Drive.